from WLPPLP in Palinville, New York, this is Worlds of Adventure, WLPP's weekly improv drama series where nothing is scripted and the cast makes up the story as we record it in one take. This program is a work of fiction. Any resemblance between the characters and situations depicted on Worlds of Adventure and any persons living or dead is purely coincidental. You are listening to episode 109 of Worlds of Adventure, Echo Chamber, part four. In part three, FBI Special Agent Kate Wilma very nearly resigned from the Bureau, put back down at the last moment. A mysterious man then gave her a warning not to continue to investigate the mystery of the purple lights on top of the mountain. In Lower Clove, Kate's partner, Special Agent Denver Winkle, discovered another clue near where the body of federal judge Kenneth Laws had been found, an eye in a pyramid symbol. Kate and Denver's supervisor, assistant special agent in charge Barney Barney, went to the First Church of the Goddess in Lower Clove, where High Priestess Denise Wilson confirmed that the eye in a pyramid symbol is an amulet similar to those manufactured at the church for warding off evil spirits. And now, part four. Yes, hello, Sheriff. How may I help you? Hello, hi. I put a request in uh, last week about um, texts that would happen that happened between Jenny Walsh and some other teens. This is in relation to the the missing persons case. That's right. There's a missing persons case. Great, and I see the, I see from the flag on the case that the the search warrant did come through. I am able to. Uh, release the, those texts to you. Shall I send you a transcript? Yes, that would be great. All right, I'll send you a transcript right away. Okay, I'm recording this for the investigation. The date is December 9th. I'm going over the records of Aaron Benjamin's cell phone conversations. There seems to be conversations with Tiffany, Sabrina, and there seems to be a lot of conversations with Jenny Walsh. Jenny Walsh seems to be missing right now, and she's a person of great concern for the department. It seems as if Jenny believed that she was being pursued by someone or something. There seems to be a supernatural aspect to some of the accusations and feelings that she has. And I'm beginning to wonder if Aaron was not the person who seemed to intervene the most. It seems that perhaps Aaron's intervention is what made him wind up dead. There seems to be a lot of vague references to her being followed and to her feeling generally surrounded by a lot of foreboding feelings. 
She also remarks about strange purple lights. Earlier segments of this investigation have also referenced strange purple lights. I'm not sure exactly what Aaron did or what Aaron found, but it's quite possible that Aaron has in some way involved himself or involved himself with Jenny's predicament. Obviously, there's not a whole lot here in terms of finding out who the killer might be or what the motive is, but there seems to be some evidence pointing to the fact that Jenny Walsh definitely knew more than she was telling in these conversations. Aaron's reaction was mostly hostile, but I do have a reference of him going over to the temple on the night following or preceding on the night preceding his death. This information will be taken into consideration further for the investigation. Special Agent Tyler. Hi. Um, I, Kate, um, is yes. that you? Yes, it is. Oh my God, what have you been up to? It's oh. so good to hear from you. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been way too long. Are you, are you still in Podunkville, uh, out in Albany, or did you get, you get yourself assigned to somewhere real? Um, I'm still where I am now. Right now I'm assigned to this, uh, this I'm assigned to Catsburg. Uh, where where the heck is that? What it, wh- and what did you do wrong to get yourself assigned out in the middle of nowhere like that? Oh, I don't know. I just uh, haven't. How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, George is... Did, oh, my God. You haven't heard the, the news. George finally proposed. Isn't that great? That's awesome. Please tell me you're coming to the wedding. Where and when is the wedding? We're getting married in Alexandria in, in June. I, I will. I will certainly do my best to try to get there. Oh, awesome! I, that that'll be wonderful. Oh, it's so good to hear to, to hear from you. I wanted to ask a, a question. Listen, I'm on this case up here, and um, there's something very strange going on, and I'm wondering if you might be i mean i'm i'm wondering if you might be able to let me know anything about it we have this what's going on there are all these strange events going on here involve, that um involve um things that are hard to explain and we've got this professor in custody um his name is Syed Al-Masri and um i think he's um, they picked him up because they think he's involved with um, Islamic State um, on what I think is but possibly very flimsy grounds. I'm wondering, they tell me, I did talk with um, 
I talked with my SAC, and um, she told me that there that um, the informant on this case was somebody with the code name Windmill, and um, I just I'm trying to find I'm I'm just worried that we're like sending this guy into the um, dock when he might um, he might actually be when he might actually be innocent. Windmill. That sounds like real code word type stuff. Um, that might be that might be a hard to dig up dig up dirt on how and you said this is some arab fellow that that you're you're trying to how how sure are you about this kate i um i helped to interrogate him myself and he really looked like he didn't um know anything well of course they, they of course they all look like that they're they're trained that way they're all trained that way think about it if we were sending you as an operative into a into a foreign country wouldn't we give you an awful lot of training i guess so that's true um it still bothers me though like what if somebody is actually innocent would we be able to tell well that's what the courts are for i see anyway you're probably right Listen, it'll be really great to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to hear hear um, how things are going, and I'd love to be. Uh, um, I'll be very happy to see you at the wedding. Are you still in that same apartment in Albany? I'm at a hotel. In no, a- I mean, I mean, where you live. I, the, you're presumably not going to be in that hotel all the way between now and June. No. Oh God, I sure hope not. Um, yeah. No, I'm still there. All right. Great. We're sending out the, the invitations a week from next Thursday. Okay, thank you. Great to hear from you. Great to, great to talk with you, too. Damn it. Yes, Bonbon. Bon. You seem a lot clearer than before. Well, yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel better than I have in years. That's fantastic. So, Dad, I know some of these questions are going to be hard, but I have a feeling that it could be related to the investigation and to what happened to Ken. To what happened to Ken? Right. Yes. Oh, poor Ken. I. You know, he was he was worried when we when we were when we were out fishing that last time. He was worried that what happened back in 91 was was going to happen all over again. Now, I don't know where he got that idea. And you know, now that I come to think of it, come to think of it, that letter that that was that was that young Denver who 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 it was that, that was little Denver from from all those years. Yeah, and was he's him. and he's he's an agent now. Just he is, yes. Just like Henry used to be. That's right. Before before he left the FBI and bought that farm. Yeah, it's all starting to make sense now. 
Well, I think a lot of the I think a lot of clues are starting to come together. They might come together with some of the information, some of the memories that you have. Well, it all seems to point back to to what happened back in ninety one. So when all of those kids just just up and vanished. Right. Yeah. We're we've had a lot of disappearances, a lot of missing persons happening. Kids? And yeah, that's right, kids. And it looks like Ken may have been right. Poor Ken. So Dad, maybe we can go over with Denver exactly what happened at night in ninety one. That was that was quite a night. I I was worried we were gonna lose you too, and I'm I'm just glad that we didn't. We also had during the course of this uh, of these disappearances, we also had one of the agents disappear as well for a, for a, for a couple days. She disappeared for a couple days, but they let her back. That's very interesting. Yeah. Did she say who who it was? She doesn't seem to remember anything. What what happened before? Where where did she disappear from? From the mountain. She went up on the mountain by herself. Actually, there was a bunch of us that went up back on the went up on the mountain, and we have a plan to go up on the mountain again. You you were tomorrow. up there. What 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 did you see? We saw a bunch of lights. <sighs> yellow and, lights or purple lights or both. Bo- <sighs> both purple and yellow together. That's that's not good. That's. That's what happened back then when they all came down off the mountain and and nobody was safe. Okay, I think we need to meet with Denver. All right then. Okay. You are listening to episode 109 of Worlds of Adventure, Echo Chamber, part four. Janine Goldfarb. Hey, Janine. Um, it's uh, uh, Special Agent Denver uh, Winkle here. How's it going? I'm doing very well. And and you? Uh, uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I have a, a very specific um, case that I need some help with. Um, I have an elderly gentleman um, who has seemed to have lost his memories. And they've been, uh, him and his daughter have been doing some um, alternative methods to try and reclaim them. And I was wondering if you could come down uh, to my location and and, uh, and have a session with him. So this would be a house call for a hypnotherapy session, yes? Yes. Uh, with appropriate consent from the, the patient, uh, I would be, be happy to do that. Okay, perfect. Uh, where and when would you, would you like this? Uh, let's, let's talk scheduling. Well, it's Tuesday today. Um, I'm thinking maybe uh, Monday next week. Um, I'll have to talk to the patient and figure out exactly the details, but I think probably about a week. Okay, I have 
patients until 11.30 in the morning and then uh, from 1 to 4.30 in the afternoon. Um, when um, I well, when could, do you... we, could do, we could do it at the end of the day, I suppose. What's your schedule like on the Wednesday? On the Wednesday, well, um, I've got a I've got a nice gap in the middle of, middle of my afternoon on Wednesday. Uh, in the morning, specifically. Um, the morning's pretty busy, but it's pretty open on the Thursday. When do you, so you have uh, space in the, the morning on Thursday? Yes. Okay. So why don't we'll uh, you'll come down here Wednesday afternoon, late afternoon. Okay. And then you can go back to your office Thursday, essentially. It's only a half hour drive. I'm not going to stay stay overnight. For you a... might need to. It's a bit of a special circumstance. We'll see how it goes. All right then. I you, you'll you'll understand more. Just to block off the time and head on down. I guess I'll see you on Wednesday afternoon then. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. interesting town here you know that no kidding it's uh, a lot of crazy things going around i know tell me about it uh, so tell me uh what would you end up doing after uh after the interrogation i went up to albany to talk with vanderveld did? to see if yes i did well, what about well i was just trying to wanted to register uh, my concerns about the way that all of this was going Okay, you know, this is how things are done nowadays, right? It might be how things are done, but that doesn't make it right. Well, all right. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? Well, I'd say this... Look, it's highly unlikely there's a completely, you know... <clears throat> that this, this guy is completely unhooked. Like, he, his company, the... Uh, no OTAC... There's, there's something about this that that seems kind of sketchy. What what have you found? Well, I think it just leads to something we should further investigate. Well, probably right after we finish up with these murders here. But do you think that he, our, do you think that our man had a direct role? I can't tie him to the murder of the judge or the quarterback at all. However, like, based upon these papers, there seems to be a lot of money flowing back and forth. And, uh, well, something mm -hmm. doesn't seem right. These hmm. are the papers we took from his office. I see. Um, Mind if I take a look? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, there's definitely something going on here. In the meantime, I've uh, managed to pick one of these little charms up. Here, they're supposed to be a nice uh, protective charm. Oh. Okay, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, it does look kind of strange. I still feel that um, he, um, I just, I mean, I, 
I mean, I always believed in um, innocent until proved guilty. Um, I just, I, I still find it hard to believe that um, our that this professor had any kind of direct role, but um, I, I will admit that this does look kind of, that there is something about this. I can't quit my finger on it, but it's... Hmm. You know, it's very, very possible we might have to go back and interrogate him again. Now, yeah. can, you, can you promise to me that you're not going to quit this time? You're not going to stop anything? Going to stop anything? Well, if the, if the interrogation goes awry, and you know, the individuals need to be pressed, I just want to see if uh, see if see that you uh, don't get involved. I I'll do my best. I have to do what I think is right. Hmm. I'm just, I'm also suspicious just that everybody just seems to have his foregone conclusions and everybody is just saying the same thing that everybody else is. Well, sometimes, yeah. I don't know, something just doesn't feel right about this whole thing. Yeah, I understand. But sometimes you just need someone to pay. It'll keep the people happy. In other words, punishing somebody is better than, in other words, that, um, is better to punish somebody, even if that somebody is innocent? Let's do our investigation. We'll find out who's innocent or not. All right. Uh, looks like uh, food's here. Excuse me. Look at this food. Hey, here's your, here's your pizza. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Oven-baked pizza. I love it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Those mushrooms, they don't look quite right. I'm, oh, my God. You're taking my mushrooms? No, I just just look at this. Does that look like any mushroom you've ever seen before? It looks like a normal mushroom to me. It might right. be it's a... Is this not okay, ma'am? I can send it oh, back. It's, are... it's okay. Maybe I'm... Oh. I, I guess it looks okay now. I thought I saw... Anyway, I'm sorry. All right, ma'am. Um... These are the same mushrooms we always use here at Bobo's. I just thought it was this weird shade of purple for a second there, and now, um, now it's, and now it's not. Shade of purple. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've just been, maybe I'm just been thinking too much about this case. I'm sorry. I was in college once, and we used to eat purple mushrooms all the time. I don't think I've ever seen a purple mushroom. Until oh, you mean you're not referring I I to just now? Oh, uh, um, not second thought. Never mind. Well, you know what? Let's just eat. Denver. Something happened with my dad's hypnotherapy session. He doesn't ha- he doesn't seem to be affected by memory loss anymore. I don't know how long this will last or if it's permanent, but I think we need to ask him all he knows because I think he knows a lot. And what are think- we standing out here for? Let's go. Let's do it. 
Oh, Denver. <clears throat> I I'm sorry I didn't recognize you the other day. It's uh it's been it's great to see you all grown up and uh and working with uh with my little bonbon. Yeah, it's uh it's been quite some time. I I knew your I knew your parents very well. I'm so sorry about wh- about what happened to them. Could you tell me what happened to them? I wish I knew. I from the letter that you gave me, I I it appears that they're gone and that your father wasn't exactly surprised when that happened. Yeah, they didn't really uh tell me much. They just kind of passed me off and left. Well, there's a good reason for that and it had to do with what happened back in in ninety one around here, and that's that's about the time that you that you were sent away, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, something like that. I don't really remember all that well. It's difficult to explain, um, especially the part about the purple lights. But bad things happened. It's okay, Dad. We've seen a lot of strange things. We've actually seen purple lights. Well, they they came for us, and tens, maybe hundreds of children disappeared. And worse, no one could remember afterwards that they were that they were gone or that they'd ever been there. And so, when your parents sent you away, that wasn't because they didn't want you with them. It's it was to prevent something like that from happening to you. You must understand that. Oh, I do. Your your father was a good man. I believe that as well. It'd be great to know where he is. If he's alive, I I don't know where they would be keeping him. I don't know what they did with those children either. They may they may still have them for all I know. Who exactly are we talking about? The people or the things that live up on the tops of the mountains they go by a bunch of different names depending on who you ask about them oh what 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 do you call them i call them fairies what do you know about people who come back people who come back oh there's one man i know who came back from going away a lot up at the top of the mountain His name was Rip Van Winkle. This concludes Act 1 of our first season of Worlds of Adventure. In Act 1, Denver Winkle was played by Ben Feldman. Barney Barney was played by Eugene Fong. Kate Wilma was played by Amanda Yilmaz. Bonnie Heinzelman was played by Rachel Young. The Cat on the Street and the Spirit Animal were both played by Sybil the Studio Cat. And Susan Davis was the game moderator and voiced all of the other voices. Ronald Reagan appeared as himself. The Worlds of Adventure main title theme is by Elon Rodovinsky. Other music is by a large number of contributors. You can find the full credits at worldsofadventure.org slash credits. Sound effects are by Susan Davis, Tim Rovin, and a large number of contributors to freesound.org and freesfx.co.uk. Please see our website for details. Production and sound editing were by Susan Davis. Drama System is designed by Robin Laws and is published by Pelgrane Press. 
Worlds of Adventure is copyright 2016, WLPPLP, Palinville, and is released under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 International License. Please see creativecommons.org for details.